So the reading for today is Hebrews chapter 6, verses 13 to 20. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself, saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so after waiting patiently, Abraham received what was promised. People swear by someone greater than themselves, and the oath confirms what is said and puts an end to all argument. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised, he confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So our passage today looks at our hope being in Jesus Christ. What do we hope for? In January 2022, a hashtag trend emerged on Twitter. Hashtag Hope22 with people posting their hopes and dreams for the coming year. Some of the posts were as follows. I hope for a year of great love, good health and happiness. I hope for a better world. I hope for happiness, love and fun. However, there were some people that, in the light of the last two years, found it hard to be hopeful. Um, One person commented, strap in, folks, it's going to be a wild one. And someone else said, I'm hoping next year will be decent at least. Over the last two years, our hopes may have changed um, from big life goals to maybe simply being able to hug a relative or see a friend. So hopes can be big life events such as getting married or having a baby. But they can also be smaller things, um, as in my husband's case, Aston Villa winning the Premier League. (laughs) Uh, But our passage today uh, focuses on a deeper hope, the hope we have in Christ. Um, And while it's fine to have all of these hopes, our ultimate hope, which keeps us going through the ups and downs of life, what keeps us steadfast needs to be Christ. Um, Now, in our passage last week, we heard from the author of Hebrews who warned the people against turning away from Christ and succumbing to the culture of the time. Um, When when things get hard, people need to step forward towards God and realize the hope that they have in Christ. The passage today focuses on that hope that we have in Christ. Uh, The author of Hebrews gives the example of Abraham to illustrate his point. In verse 14, the author explains that God gave Abraham a solemn promise or oath and that he will bless Abraham and give him many descendants. 
And Abraham patiently hoped and waited for that promise to be fulfilled. Um, The author then goes on to explain that the promise made by God was an oath, which means that it was secure and definite. We can trust in the promises God makes. The author then goes on to talk about Jesus um, as our ultimate high priest. And this role was also given to Christ by God as an oath. This is further elaborated on in chapter 7. In biblical times, the priest would be allowed into the inner shrine of the tabernacle only once per year, the most holy place. In the meantime, animals would be sacrificed for, this, um, for sins by the priest. Jesus came as the ultimate sacrifice, and his death means that we can enter the inner shrine through our hope in Christ. Christ is the ultimate high priest. We are able to communicate with the holiest of holies um, through the death of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is our ultimate hope. Just as an oath is firm and secure, so is our hope in Christ. In verse 19, it says, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So what can we learn about hope in this passage? And how can we put our hope in Christ? I'm going to look at two points today. Um, Firstly, that our hope is secure in Christ. And secondly, that we need to seize hold of hope. So, um, a few years ago, I went to Montenegro on a sailing trip with a group of um, young people from my church. Now, I had never been sailing before, so this was an experience, but I absolutely loved it. Um, The sun was shining. Whenever you wanted to stop, the anchor was put down. We went swimming, um, diving, paddle boarding, canyoning. Um, It was really an idyllic trip. Now, on that boat, um, we had an anchor. And when we wanted to stop for a prolonged period of time, we would drop the anchor. And the anchor needed to sink into the sand in order to keep our boat secure um, and stop it from moving. And then when we wanted to move off, we would raise the anchor up. Now, on the penultimate night... I was awoken in the middle of the night with the sound of the anchor being risen, which is sort of a clunk, 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 clunk noise. Um, And I awoke to realize actually our boat was swaying. Um, I got up um, to see what was happening and I walked up onto the deck and there was our very stressed out skipper um, (laughs) who said that our anchor had slipped and we were moving in the direction of the rocks, and we needed to reset the anchor. One of my friends had been turning the anchor just to raise it up um, in order to stop us um, going towards the rocks. Um, He then shouted for us to get below deck because it was too um, dangerous with with the rain and the wind coming down. It was too dangerous for us to be on on, um, the, the deck. We were in the midst of a quite nasty storm. Um, So I sat down below deck um, with a few few others, feeling very nervous and waiting um, for um, the skipper and my friend. After 30 minutes, they came down saying it was all fine. 
um, and we'd reset the anchor, and the anchor was holding. Even though there was a storm going on, the anchor was fully set, and we were fine. If our skipper had not woken up in the middle of the night, we may um, have um, been driven towards the rocks, and it could have been quite a catastrophe. But because our anchor was now secure, we were safe. Um, so in the passage today, um, the hope of Christ is described in verse 19 as um, an anchor. It says it's an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Um, on the sailing trip, our anchor was meant to keep us safe um, through the stormy conditions. Because it wasn't secure um, we, um, and it wasn't firmly set, we were at risk. If it had been firmly set, no matter what storm we faced, we would have been safe. Um, sometimes in life, it can be hard for our anchor to be fully set in Christ. It can be easy for other things to become our stability, be it money, other people, trusting in our own abilities. In our life, when our anchor is firmly set in Christ, though we may experience storms in our life, God is our stability and we can trust in him through the storms. Um, now, we cannot be certain what will happen um, in our life, but what we can be certain of is God is with us, whatever happens. Looking on further in Hebrews, in chapter 13, verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We can trust in the anchor of Christ. Whatever happens, he is with us. And we also have a deeper hope, and that is the hope of eternal life. Jesus Christ died and was resurrected to new life. Um, giving us the gift of eternal life. 1 Corinthians 15.54 says, Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Where, O oh, death? Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? Our ultimate hope is in Jesus Christ, who has paid our price and given us the hope of eternal life. This hope provides an anchor. Whatever happens to us in life, we can hold on to his promise. Um, the author of um, Hebrews gives the example of Abraham. God swore to him an oath, meaning that his promise was secure. In the same way, we can trust in God's promises. Those promises are secure. Our anchor is firm and secure. So Psalm 145 says, The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. We can put our trust in him. He is our security and our anchor. Jesus Christ has paid the ultimate price. So we have a hope, independent of what storms we face. Um, so we've talked about our hope being secure in Christ. Um, I'm now going to talk about how we need to seize hold of hope. In verse 18, it says, We who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. So hope is something we have to take hold of. Um, and in, in the passage, it says we need to flee to take hold of the hope set before us. Um, so there's also movement. We need to step towards God to take hold of this hope. 
when we hope for something, we need to put steps in place in order to get what we hope for. If we hope for a new job, um, we need to do the training in order to get that job. If we hope to be healthier, we need to eat better and do more exercise. So when we hope for something, we step forward um, towards what we hope for. Um, in the same way, when we want our hope, our steadfast hope to be in Christ, we need to firstly spend more time with him, be it praying, reading the Bible. And actually, we need to be obedient when he tells us to do something. So part of stepping into that hope is following what God is telling us to do and listening to him. We need to move in his direction. It can be easy for our anchor to slip um, if we are not focusing God, or focusing on God and moving towards him. So we need to move in his direction. So the character of Abraham is a good example, actually, of someone who really trusted in God and moved in his direction. God, God told him to go from his country, his people, and his father's household to a, a land that God would show him. And he followed this command, even though it meant leaving his family and everything he knew. Abraham was willing to sacrifice and follow God's words, whatever the cost. In Genesis 12, 2, it said, um, it, he was told, Abraham was told that he would be made a great nation. In Genesis 15, 5, he was told that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars. He was given these amazing promises, yet when God told him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, who he'd been um, praying for for many years, he was willing to follow that command, um, even though the consequences were devastating. Now, we know that God didn't let him go through with that, but what we see in Abraham is someone who really follows God and trust in him. He trusts that God's way was right, even though it was against whatever he would have wanted to do. He was willing to be obedient to God. Um, so I know for me, um, this week has been a bit of a challenge. Um, I've had a bereavement in the family and I've felt that I'm going through a bit of a storm. And when things are challenging, it can be um, hard to focus on God because our mind is distracted by everything else that's going on. Um, but I know for me this week, it has been those times when I've been praying um, and crying out to God that I've really felt that peace and that anchor that the storm doesn't go away. I can't remove what's happened, but I know that God is my peace um, in, in the midst of the storm and that he is holding me secure. Um, I need to move towards God in order to know that peace and that security and to fix my eyes on him during times of challenge. In Hebrews 12, it says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance and the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Um, wherever we are at the moment, there is hope because of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. John 1.5 says, The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. Whatever we are facing in this life, God is with us now and for eternity. 
So where is our hope today? How are we feeling about this next year? We may have lost hope with things that have been going on for the last two years. We have no idea what this next year will bring, whether it will be stormy or still. But if our anchor is in God, um, this is irrelevant. If our hope is in God, we have the security that whatever happens, God is holding us and supporting us through. We may at times put our hope in other things, but ultimately these things will not sustain us in the long term. And our anchor needs to be firmly set in Christ. We have the good news, which is the hope of Jesus Christ, who died on the cross so that we can have an up-close and personal relationship with God, entering the inner sanctuary. It says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Christ is the ultimate good news, whatever our circumstances. Christ is our ultimate hope. So let us recognize our need for our anchor to be secure in Christ and for us to walk in the hope of Christ Jesus, to run towards Jesus, taking hold of the hope in our lives, knowing that God is faithful and his promise is secure. Amen.